Um, what does meditation even mean? And where do we get stuck with it? Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer, the fear, the love, the changes, the surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all. At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? Welcome back to Heal Inside and Out. This is going to be a very interesting episode. This is something that I have been learning more and more about, not only through my breast cancer journey, but even beyond. And this is something that I've always wanted to to learn how to do. So the question today is, do you meditate? And what does it even mean? And I know we all have different ways of meditating and how we go about doing it and what it means to us. So Maggie, I would love to know what it means to you. Oh, it means self-love to me. I will just start with, but I, uh, meditation to me is about sitting with myself and going inside to check in with me, to listen to me, and to just, whether it be find answers or just check in with my body or my mind, I, I just love the stillness part of it. And I, like you, have always... I've always been fascinated with meditation mm-hmm. and I've started, I started it years ago and I think it's a perfect thing that falls in the bucket of a practice. Cause I don't think you ever perfect it. I don't think you can ever get it right. If you will. Right. And it's so different for everybody. Exactly. You know, we, we always, we always strive for that perfection as you both you you and I both know that. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we struggle with is the perfection. And there is no right or wrong way to meditate. Yes. All right. You, you were talking about sitting quietly. I can't sit quietly. I need background noise. I use either piano music or listening to the waves or the rain of the raindrops or animals like the birds, like you do sometimes when you're out in nature. So that meditation for me truly isn't in silence. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So yeah. what is it? What does it mean to you when you think about meditation? What it means to me is really, like you said, looking inward and finding what I desire what my intentions are, what's stopping me from, you know, 
pursuing certain goals and certain dreams. And a lot of the things, a lot of the times when I do my meditation is I'm asking mm. for guidance. I'm asking to allow myself to receive the message. I love and that. I do. I do set an intention for the day because I do mine in the morning. I love that. What What does it mean to you, Marla? I think it means getting to really know myself and allowing and accepting what that is. So I, I use it a lot for um, just processing how I'm feeling or working through some strong emotions or it's, it's sort of a precursor before I'm journaling sometimes just to pause and, and listen to when I listen to my thoughts, if you will, but like just mm-hmm. it, it's sort of a deeper dive on understanding who I authentic, authentically am and what, what are my values? What am I passionate about? What do I want to set my intentions to versus just being in this autopilot kind of mode? I love that. And so if you took all three of our answers, it's about loving on ourselves, right? It's about getting to know ourselves at a deeper level. And it's about asking some of those questions and exploring some of those questions that we're not sure. Yes. Of the answer of it. And I, I mean, there's probably a million other definitions of it, right? But I just feel like that's, those are powerful things. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're very powerful and, you know, our minds, especially when we're we're lost in thought, and I don't know if anybody's noticed this or have experienced this, but, you know, when you're driving somewhere and you miss the turn and it's like, you just don't know how you just did that. Yep. Or sometimes you do make a turn and you make another turn and you're like, how did I get here already? Like Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Or the other, <laughs> yeah, you just don't even know how did I get here? I don't even remember. Right. Getting. Right. Because you're, you're so in depth in your thought process, you know, it's a meditative state actually, mm-hmm. you know, and what, what I struggle with, with this is the consistency mm. I'm good for a while with my meditation and then I slack off for a few days. Then I come back to it. Then I slack off again. And it's something that then I start to be hard on myself. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm just setting setting the intentions to be calm and, and just let things happen for the day. And here I am being hard on myself because I'm not doing it consistency consistently, you know, so where, Mala, do you might struggle with this? Well, I, th- I think that was an excellent point, Dina, because, I yeah, consistency is definitely a piece. And I think also just sort of what I expect or when I want to do it or I push it, it's like, oh, I have to do it right now versus just being open to when is a good time to take a break and being open to it. Because mm-hmm. it's like anything, if you try and force it, it's not going to give the results that you're hoping for or, or um be as uh generous to you i guess if if you will mm-hmm. right uh, how about you maggie i will i will say that i i struggle twofold one of them is mainly the attachment to the results i want 
So I think, oh, you know, if I if I have some time where I'm not able to get out of my head, which we can never get rid of the thoughts, right? But sometimes right. I just feel like if I can't even get out of my head, I'm thinking about all these other things. I don't feel like it was effective or productive enough. So sometimes I attach to the result if I'm not getting an answer in the moment, which we all know the answers might come way later, right? Oh, yes. So I start to judge the quality of the meditation session, (laughs) and then I can get inconsistent with it. So that's one of my struggles. Another one of my struggles is, which leads into another topic for us here, and, and that is there are a million ways it can look. So sometimes I get paralyzed when I sit down and think, ooh, how do I want to do this today? Do I want to have music? Do I want guided? Do I want um, do I want to do my journaling first? Or do I want to do meditation and then my journaling? Or do I want to just walk around the... So I, I get hung up on how do I want to do it today? And then I get paralyzed and may not do it because I got to get it right. So that, that for me is another struggle that I'm well how, aware of. How can we get through that little struggle? Like you're saying that, you know, you want the perfection. What kind of meditation do I want to do today? What, you know, if I don't do it, what's going to happen? So how can we get through that? What steps can we take? Um, I, I think for me, I a big thing that I've been working on lately is this whole I, notion of just acceptance or allowing things to go as they go. Like it is what it is kind of philosophy, if you will, just, right. you know, the, uh, back to what I was saying earlier about the expectations. Like if I think I, it's going to go a certain way or whatever, it just... It, whatever it was is what it was meant to be today. And actually that ends up being a little more freeing to me and not Mm -hmm. so stressful. And also things that I could have never even expected or wanted to, to come to a conclusion about or think about come up then. And that's actually probably more powerful or what I needed to to focus on in the first place. I love that. And I I think it's a brilliant question, Dina, because for me, Um, it's, I didn't want to, um, stay paralyzed. I didn't want to get inconsistent because of that struggle. So I set up some defaults for myself. So for example, if I find myself going down that I'll say, okay, my default is I turn on this favorite meditation music in the background. I set a timer and I just, I go with that. Right. So I have like a a fallback, if you will, Mm -hmm. if I can't decide, it's like stop overthinking it and just go. And what's so interesting is those are most often the power, most powerful because I just let it be what it was. Just like, right. Exactly. You just allow it to unfold. You allow it to just happen. Yes. You know, you know, we talked about meditation and what it looks like. It could be quiet and stillness. We talked about guided meditations, all right? I know for myself, when I sit in silence, I it doesn't work. And I've tried it and tried it and tried it and tried. Instead of giving up completely, I'll go to a guided meditation. 
Uh, and I and will I know- say, I love the guided when my mind is most busy because a voice kind of guiding me through some concept and then into silence helps so much. So I love the guided for that too. Sorry. Right. No, no, no. What, what just came to mind, because as, as we have these conversations, other things pop in my, in my head that when I sit at my desk and I am working, I put on um, my, I have an Ui boom, which is, which is connected Bluetooth to, it's a speaker and it's connected to my Bluetooth, to my phone. And I listen to XM radio, but I love this one station called the Piano Guys. Mm, I love that station. And technically, now that I'm thinking about, we're talking about meditation, it's like all day long, that is in the background. And that's kind of meditation and allowing my day to just flow calmly because I just love the piano and the cello and the violin. And it's just so soothing. I love that. You're setting yourself up for calm, even when you're not actively meditating, right? Exactly. It's another way of doing it. I love that. I'm going to bring something up and it's either Marla or Maggie that brought this up about even standing in line at the grocery store. What is that all about? (laughs) So Marla, I'll let you speak to this one. I think it's a fascinating concept. Well, I think just the idea of um, just calming ourselves down in the moment, right? Like, I think it's so easy to be like, I need to get through this line or I need to get onto the next thing or whatever. It's the busy mind. So it's sort of back to your point about calming ourselves down. It's just like taking a deep breath, taking a pause. It could be anything like that, that just is sort of, or like you said, sometimes when you're driving and you don't even know, you you just get lost in your thoughts. So it's like taking a moment to, to just be intentional of, yeah, take that breath, take that pause and, and just be in the space where you are and not three steps ahead where you need to be next and, or getting agitated. I think calming mm-hmm. is a good word for that all the time uh, for meditation. Well, I love how you said that, Marla, because I truly feel like this is another thing that I feel meditation is. It means being more present, mm-hmm. getting into the present moment. And when we're standing in a line, we can't like knock the person down in front of us <laughs> and tell the cashier go, right? I mean, like you got to just be there. You, so you're, you're in that present moment, make the best of it. I just think that's a, that's a really good time to do it. And it doesn't have to be an hour long thing or a half hour no. long thing. It can be moment here and a moment there. Right. It could be a couple of minutes throughout the entire day. Yeah. So you what know. tools do you guys love to use? Like there's uh, so many, we talked about the, the different music guided, those sort of things, but what tools do you use when you do use guided and stuff? I use the app Calm, C-A-L-M, and they have, believe it or not, they have so many different types, stress relief, anxiety, sleep, driving, believe it or not, driving, wow. <laughs> walking in nature. Wow. There's a lot of them. Then they, they also do a series, like a seven-day series, if you wanted better sleep in seven days or less anxiety in seven days or, you know, there's all different, or you can just 
listen two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, how many minutes you want to certain uh, sounds. Me, it's water. It's always, it's always water with me. (laughs) I'm I'm a water's my go-to as well. And or, and or the, the nature sounds too. Um, But I like insight timer for some of the same reasons you just called out insight timer. I have found some of my favorite voices because voice is so important to me with the guided. And so Sarah Blondin and David G are my two favorite soothing voices. If you imagine meditating, you can't have a voice that is either annoying or distracting to you. You have to have a very soothing, comforting voice, right? But this just made me think of in, in 2016, I went to a Hay House conference and I met David G. So I encourage any of you have not heard of David G, D-A-V-I-D-J-I, all one word, David G. He was like the most present version of Santa Claus. (laughs) Like I can't even describe it. And I I met him in person and then he led a a room of over a thousand people huge auditorium. He led us through a breathing meditation and I felt the energy shift. I mean, it was shift. It was just amazing. Hmm. So anyway, he's my favorite voice. And um, otherwise I like Spotify. They have a lot of uh, different either meditations and or meditation soundscapes and that sort of thing as well. Well, and I want to add to that, that, you know what, you made me think of this when you were talking, Maggie, is that the voice and the, and the, the way you are in the moment, I guess, being present. I always thought like even going through my yoga classes, I did some gentle or Hatha yoga classes and, and different instructors, teachers, guides, whatever, um, you, the people that were leading the class, they could put me in a meditative state. I felt like I could, it was like, it was like my moment of stillness, even though I wasn't actually being still, they were talking the whole time and were doing all these different poses and and things, but it was very meditative in that sense for me. And, um, and, and also at that same yoga studio, I would do different things where they do the sound bowls. And I know Dina, you and I've talked about that. That is so, beautiful and relaxing or uh so i'll even find those on spotify or something too to listen to because yeah uh or whatever music channel you, you use but the um if i'm if i'm really stuck in thoughts or or work things or questions that i need to work through um i just find putting that on in the background much like you said dina with the piano it just mm-hmm like the creativity starts to flow again and (laughs) things start to work again. It's like your brain just calms. It's back to that calming state. Mm -hmm. Speaking of those sound bowls, healing bowls, I've been going once a month and it's only been the last two months that I've gone, but they, this, the woman who runs it actually takes the bowl and puts it on your, like your belly button area and then she puts and moves it then to your chest. And like you said, Maggie, about energy and releasing, things just just left me. Mm. It was so relaxing, so relaxing. So and that's that like, was, 
Go ahead. Sorry. And that, that those two nights got, I got the best sleep. I love that. And <laughs> and that it gets into sort of this, the, sh, the, sh, the movement of energy. Mm-hmm. And then you can start thinking about like frequencies. So one of the things I like to listen to is different frequencies as well, which right. is literally, uh, it, I do believe it, it shifts because mm-hmm. different emotions have different frequencies, all of that. So that, that gets into right. a whole nother level of meditation too. And I, I would say that um, the biggest benefit that I get out of meditation is that it does put me into the moment. Like we were talking about, it puts me right. in the moment and it actually sets, sets the tone for my day to be more, proactive instead of reacting to all the stuff coming at me because I start from here. I start from me. I start from my center. And one example of that too is it takes me, it distracts me potentially from my busyness of all the to-dos and the things. And an example for me that was powerful going through my treatments going through my chemotherapy, when you're sitting there for hours, getting the drip, right? Mm -hmm. I would meditate because I I would use a guided meditation because it would distract me from what was going on. And so it was a good, it was a, it was a good, um, well, I mean, it set the tone for those sessions too, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So it's just a good positive influence going forward in my days or what I'm navigating. What mm-hmm. do you guys find benefit wise? Well, go ahead. I think just what I said, um, I just circle back. I think just getting more in tune with myself and what I'm dealing with some thoughts and emotions and processing them. And also it's, it's the one time where it's, I don't know. I feel like I'm in my most authentic place of what do I need? What do I want? What do I want to put my focus on? What do I want to, what are my intentions for today or um, for my life in general? Just a good place. Wow. It allows me truly to move through certain obstacles or challenges that, that might come up with more ease because it, it makes me calmer. It starts my day out on a calm, even surface, let's say. And it truly sets the tone for for me for gratitude. Because at the end of my day, that's one of the things that I do. What am I grateful for? You know, from the day. And I just love that. I mean, it truly just, you know, you you go through the day after doing some meditation in the morning and it's just like, all right, whatever happens today, I got this. I'll be able to just move through it with ease no issues. But if it is something that stirs up, I have the tools, whether it's the deep breathing, whether it's calm, whether it's the piano guys to set me up right then and there and say, okay, time to take that break, time to relax for a few minutes and then move on with the rest of my day. And I just, I just love that. And this has been an amazing conversation about meditation and I want our listeners to know that it does take practice and not one size fits all. You might try one thing. It might not work. Try something else. If that doesn't work, go on to something else. You have to find what works for you. 
because Absolutely. healing, I know, because healing truly is inside and out. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found value in today's episode. And remember to share your real and raw insights with us by going to healinsideandout.com where you can also find additional information and resources.